All right, the Rantcast is back. The Rantcast is back. It's a nice morning out here, South Ottawa. 6.30 a.m. or so, 6.33. I'm just out here. Right now I'm reading, I'm rereading sections of the, of that report entitled, this is the Social Science and Humanities Research Council. <laughs> this is how I'm spending my Sunday morning. Yeah, leveraging knowledge for 21st century teaching and learning. I actually read it's 29 pages. I suggest you people, man, like you don't read, you know, <laughs> like, and it's and even I would wager it's 29 pages. And really, if you're really to get into it, it's maybe like 19 when you cut down all the various um the pictures and so on and so forth really you're only reading like 19 pages and it's it's just such a it's just such such a short you know document visually aesthetically pleasing but i I understand like not everybody wants to read um i i only recently kind of i mean i constantly consume pdfs most of my actual consumption is pdf format so I guess maybe that speaks to me more. Anyway, we're going to let's there's certain parts of this document that I want to kind of break down or at least narrate to you guys and leave some for the mind to be thinking about things differently. So here's a theme in the document. Accessible and culturally based Aboriginal education to successfully prepare Aboriginal adults for the workforce, changes are required in early childhood education to stimulate learning and the desire to learn by crafting culturally relevant programming and delivery methods and by providing quality education in communities. Indigenous people represent Canada's fastest growing population, but continue to face cultural and socioeconomic challenges that impact their education. A review of the literature points to the absence of a critical approach to Aboriginal training, with gaps in understanding how current post-secondary education models are impacting the respective learning experiences of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples. In the context of skills training and workplace development strategies, while there is little critical academic literature, there exists a growing body of government and non-government authored reports and studies. Cross-sector discussions strongly acknowledged the importance of integrative, holistic, and culturally relevant policies and programming for learning and skills training from K-12 through post-secondary education. With a strong dual focus on language and the building of meaningful long-term partnerships, a number of insights can help lead to successful learning and employment outcomes for Aboriginal learners, their families, and communities. So, some key insights. Holistic policies for positive outcomes. Integrative approaches are essential to successful outcomes in Aboriginal education. Education policy is directly related to health and wellness, which influence the ability and desire to learn, and to labor market and economic development. Collectively, these forces contribute to the well-being of Indigenous peoples. Aboriginal education policy should therefore address multiple barriers to skills, training, and workforce development programs, including socioeconomic and systemic issues the lack of essential skills and appropriate program content, and lack of stakeholder collaboration. Connecting with family and community. Aboriginal culture and family support systems are shown to be strong markers of success among Aboriginal students. 
Family influences are a main factor in the decision to pursue post-secondary education and provide an ongoing support and motivation. Challenges of, of preserving identity and the lack of connection within Western-based PSE cultures are key barriers for Indigenous learners. Informal learning, experiential learning, and strong community, community involvement can facilitate post-secondary enrollment and completion. Listening and learning through language. Language is an important dimension to, to ensuring culturally relevant Indigenous learning, both in terms of its preservation, revitalization, and its use in instruction and learning. While the need of different Indigenous peoples must be considered, we can also draw lessons and educational strategies from studies addressing challenges of ESL students in achieving discipline-specific literacy. Relevant curricula for diverse communities and contexts. A better understanding is needed on what constitutes culturally relevant programming and delivery methods. An openness to integrating different curricular options to meet different diverse indigenous community needs is essential. Community assessments can be valuable in this regard. For example, some institutions are involving elders in connecting learning outcomes to community development. Although the Aboriginal teaching population is still very small, their voice is increasingly strong and in being heard. Greater recruitment of Aboriginal educators would help further integrate Indigenous ways of learning into the curriculum. Advancing education online. As seen in other countries, enhanced digital connectivity and integration of online and mobile initiatives can bypass costly infrastructure development providing opportunities to develop culturally relevant learning materials and language learning tools. These methods could explore the diverse learning needs of students in rural, northern, and remote areas who are less likely to attend post-secondary schools and where linguistic and social nuances may be remarkably different from those of large German centers. Now here's a quote. Nothing is sweeter than the sound of your own language. Indigenous student contemplating continuing postgraduate studies in a culturally relevant context. So the SSHRC's Aboriginal Research Statement of Principles and Related Resources, including its definition of Aboriginal research, support Aboriginal research and talent and ensure that SSHRC funded initiatives include Indigenous perspectives, knowledge, methodologies, and approaches.